Welcome back, everybody, to another amazing episode from the Toro Cigar Company Cigar Lounge Podcast Studio. I'm Mike, your host. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Today, we're talking about new manufacturing lines we picked up from PCA. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with a cut and light. In a world desperate to separate us by our differences, there's still a place where you can go where all are welcome. The Cigar Lounge. Welcome to the Toro Cigar Lounge Podcast. All right, and we are back for our cut and light. Today, uh, I'm going to start off with a Stolen Thrones Crook of the Crown. My name is Mike Glover, a.k.a. 757 Cigar Mike, and we'll go around real quick for some introductions from the grumpy old fuckers today. I'm the not grumpiest fucker anymore. I've got some energy back. I am Jake. Uh, A.K. Bearded Cigar Lover. I am still grumpy, but that's okay. Scotty, uh, smoking jazz. And I'm Ken, and uh, you can follow me at Ken Blue Smoke on Instagram if you want to. Uh, we just got, we're really kind of excited about this. We got our promotional cutters and lighters in. And um, I'll put a graphic up, but... Uh, it's a perfect cutter. When you cut your cigar, it gives you a perfect cut. Like I've cut my uh, call to arms from Stolen Thrones here. And uh, there is, we also have a lighter with our logo, which is very cool. And if you order more than $50, you get a cutter free. If you order more than $75, you get a free lighter and cutter. And I know that you probably have a hundred of these sitting around. So these are great to give out to your friends who need to know that they can order really good cigars from Toro Cigar Company. I'm glad you added Toro Cigar Company because my next question was, where should they order from? You should order from the place that is written on the front of the lighter. That's where you should order from. <laughs> and there we have it. <laughs> Thank you, Ken, for that good advertisement. So uh, we went to PCA um, in July. Uh, the four of us went, actually. And thankfully, we traveled under... Uh, founders of cigars we traveled with them um, to help them with their booth set up breakdown and, and kind of manning the booth and helping them out and they were a true blessing to us to be there with those guys and, and hopefully we helped them out a little bit too but while we were there we were able to conduct some business for Toro Cigar Company and we're extremely excited today to talk about some of the new lines that we picked up while we were there so th today we're going to talk about these products right here that you can see on my left, your right. And the first one I'm holding is Stolen Thrones. This is going to be a little bit hard to see, but Ken will put up a graphic. Yeah, but if you're listening, you'll just have to imagine it. True. Um, I could describe it for you, but I'm not very good at that. So the Stolen Throne line um, was actually introduced to uh, me and Ken by Jake. So I'm going to let him kind of talk a little bit about Stolen Throne. So, uh, Stolen Thrones actually local here in Virginia. And uh, Lee Marsh is the, uh, the owner of Stolen Throne. They've got a, currently three cigars out. You can get the Crook of the Crown, the Call to Arms. My personal favorite is the Three, three Kingdoms. Kingdoms. But they also just released, by the time you guys are watching this, they will be out, uh, the Yorktown Fleet. Uh, so they're all uh, Nicaraguan cigars, varying in strength, wrappers, 
great sticks, amazing quality, and honestly, just a good group of guys that have a cigar company. They really are. You know? And the crook, I'm telling you, uh, the crook of the crown hits my palate like a monster. I love this cigar. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's just easily entered my top five for sure. Probably <laughs> my top three. I haven't really finalized that yet, but it's so, close. So what I love about Stolen Throne is you're getting an amazing product. An amazing, tasteful cigar, burn quality, construction, draw, everything's... I mean, I've never had a bad one. I've smoked lots of them. Scotty smoked more of them than I have. And But what I love is it's a cigar that doesn't break the bank. You're getting a really good quality cigar at a really, really good price point to where you can add it to, your, to a daily smoke or an every other day smoke. And you're not like, oh man, this is an expensive cigar. It's a once in a while thing. They really are... A cost-effective. I don't like the word budget-friendly. It sounds, you know, that that sounds very uh, discountish or off. You know, plays often poorly. But I think it's a very cost-effective cigar to where you're not going. Oh man, I'm smoking a twenty-dollar cigar, and if something happens, there's a you know, and you have to set it down or whatever. It's a great cigar. Uh, I give those guys a ton of credit for producing such a great cigar at the price points that they do. If you haven't smoked them yet. Do it, buy them, come, go to Taurus Cigar Company, order a sample pack of Stolen Throne, or order one of the many sample packs that are up on the site at this point mm-hmm. with Stolen Throne in them, and give them a shot. This is not an infomercial. We can't simply sell cigars on this thing. But that being said, even though that's good advice from a pro over there, uh, the... the um, the Crook of the Crown was the first cigar that re- really knocked my socks off. I know how this thing works, man. <laughs> the Crook of the I Crown. I bet you can hear him better now. First cigar that really knocked my socks off, and it was one of those experiences. Like I'm sitting there smoking as a relatively new smoker, and I'm thinking, "Oh, this this is what it's all about. This is what it's supposed to taste like." And then Scotty introduced me to a second one in their line. I, I forget which one it was because I've had them all now it at this point. It was Three Kingdoms. Three Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And it knocked my socks off again. And uh, I don't think we want to just uh, overdo it. But really, it's a magnificent cigar. Well, they also have a fourth, though, that's still on uh, Phantom Queen. Phantom Queen was a limited run, oh, and they're gone. Run? They're gone. Okay. The only other cigar, the only limited run that they redo is the Argos, and that's the cigar that Lee came up with that helps raise money for the King Corso Foundation because Lee is a huge King Corso guy for rescuing King Corsos. And so that's the only limited run that is a, uh, let's just say a boomerang, for lack of a better term. It comes out a couple times a year. Mm. But everything else they did uh, that's a limited run was a limited run. They're gone, they're gone. You know, there's some really killer stuff in there. If you missed it... Well, I'd say pay attention for their next limited run, but definitely. But, but their main stuff is phenomenal. The, but the Crook of the Crown, they came out of the gate running with that. Mm. And that thing was a banger, the very first cigar. Yeah. So sure. that, that was their was first cigar. There was a lot of work behind that that he spent years developing till he got that one right. Yep. Yeah, so, so Lee doesn't do anything fast. So the, uh, so the funny thing is if you talk to Josh and Lee, and one day we'll have to have them on the show, um, Lee was with uh, the three kingdoms. He kept going down to Nicaragua, blending and bringing back up blend sticks. And Josh, who's his head of operations, was like, this cigar is great. And Lee's like, no, that one's horrible. And he would go back and blend the, the three kingdoms again until he got what in his mind is 
a perfect Habano. And it took him uh, years because to develop the, that. Because the Three Kingdoms was originally supposed to be their first, their first cigar. cigar and he, he wouldn't release it. But he wasn't satisfied right. with it. And I think that's fantastic. That says a lot about his passion for the company. And his integrity. And his integrity. And his integrity. Not, that he's not, not releasing to release stuff. something that's not ready. Yep. Right. If he didn't like it, he and he waited on that cigar for... Instead of it being their first cigar, it was actually their third cigar release because it took them that long to get exactly what he envisioned. Right. And, you know, I'll say this as a cigar smoker, and I think we can all agree to this. Not every company does that. Not every company has that level of integrity to only release something when they're truly happy with it. When they're happy. And that says a whole lot about a company when they're willing to keep going back. Cause that's, it, it's, it costs money. It costs money. Bringing a cigar to market is not cheap. Right. And to keep doing it over and over till you get exactly what you envisioned is a expensive experience. It costs money to keep going back, to keep traveling down and meeting with the master blender, and to keep going through that process. So anyway, uh, we love Stone Thrones here at Toro Cigar Company. Uh, they are local, Virginia-owned uh, and operated, just like we are. Um, so they're right down the street from us. We love that they're neighbors. Uh, we love that they trusted us enough to represent their brand, and we hope to do them proud uh, in doing so. Uh, so we couldn't be happier to have them. So, so what else did you find, Mike? We found a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm going to go next to Hoot and Young. So this uh, the box right here that I'm holding is the Modus. Uh, it's an extremely interesting box because it's an ammo can style box. And right. They got the coolest box award for sure. They definitely, yep. uh, as, as a bunch of veterans or veteran supporters on these chairs, uh, on this podcast coming to you guys, uh, this is definitely the coolest box award. The attention to detail on this box is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it looks exactly like a miniature ammo can. It does. And and then the Mod Deuce itself is actually fashioned like a 50 cal like a 50 cal round mm -hmm. and you know you can't see it this far away but ken will put up a graphic uh on the <laughs> you got a lot of graphic work. here you go mike just get up, put up a... real quick here we go here we go your here listeners will have to imagine a 50 cal yeah. round in the there form of a cigar you don't have a microphone over there bro <laughs> i guess it's not loud enough they picked it up that's all i jumped so um it it but it's now Prior to PCA, I was actually not familiar with Hooten Young. But after meeting Hooten. Hooten, yeah. And Young. And Young. Um, and Allison. Allison's probably one of the best sales managers. In the industry. In the industry, hands down. It was a no-brainer for us to, to place an initial order. But, you know, I'm a veteran. Jake's a veteran. Scotty and Ken are both staunch veteran supporters, mil U.S. military supporters. This was an absolute no-brainer for the Toro Cigar Company to pick up this line. And if you don't know who Hooten is, go watch the movie Black Hawk Down. And he was the Delta Force operator in Black Hawk Down. He was there. There actually their other cigar that you have in there, the Gothic Serpent. The Gothic Serpent was the is based on the Operation Gothic Serpent, which most people know as Black Hawk Down. And if you're trying to figure out who Hooten is, watch the movie. And when they're in the chow hall and the guy's giving the Delta operator grief about having a, a hot firearm in the chow hall, and he looks at him and he goes, this is my safety, that's Hooten. 
<laughs> they also have a they also have a, a line of um, what do they have whiskey bourbon bourbon, yeah. bourbon. I'm sorry Hooten Young bourbon and they have a yeah twelve and a sixteen year and I'll also tell you Mike Haslam at Toro Cigar Lounge the Paladin is one of the best eight dollar cigars I have ever smoked. Yeah, yeah it smokes like about a fifteen or eighteen dollar cigar. Yeah, the Paladin has has hit my palate the best so far um, out of of what we have in stock. But all of their cigars are great cigars. They're yeah, and that's the one he put out specifically for the for the guys. Yep. Right. Right. So great line, great uh, great company, great story behind their line, and they are exploding on the cigar and bourbon scene. If you haven't heard of them. They're worth a try. Uh, we offer a couple of different pa- sample packs. That you can pick up a couple or you can order uh, five packs or boxes from us. So check them out when you get a chance. If you haven't tried them, they're worth a try. And do yourself a favor. Go find a bottle of their bourbon. Even though I don't drink much, I will tell you I tried with Mike a little Hoot and Young bourbon with one of their cigars, and that paired perfectly. They took the time to do it right. Yeah, they, they really... Their bourbon's great. The cigars are great. They, they didn't enter the industry on a whim. They did their research. They love cigars. They love bourbon. And, and they're here to stay, and they're going to be around for a while. So check them out. So the next line. Caldwell. Yeah. They have the second. They, they get the second place award for the coolest looking freaking band. I mean, you can't, you can't beat some of their artwork. If you're picking just on looks, you're going to go with Caldwell. Yeah, this is Long Live the King, the Mad Mofo, which we have multiple boxes in our humidor right behind us. Scotty's um, smoking it right now. Scotty's smoking yeah. one of the Mad Mofos right now. But this is a great line. I was excited to pick up this line for many reasons. Um, I got to meet Robert Caldwell. Great um, guy. Phenomenal individual. I know he's a little controversial in the industry. That's but okay. I'm good with that. Because I'm a little controversial in the industry. and But he's a, he's a phenomenal guy. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, from the peanut gallery. We're going to need a graphic for this one. Too. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> you don't have to say that every time, my friend. <clears throat> so, um, but, you know, one of the main reasons why I was excited to pick up the Caldwell line was... Um, the philanthropy that um, Caldwell does, Robert Caldwell himself. Um, he, is, he is a phenomenal supporter of a, a number of charities uh, and a number of good workings behind the scenes. He doesn't seek credit. He's extremely humble about it. And to me, uh, that's a man and a company that I want to get behind and I want to help grow and be a part of that scene. So that was you know, the main, not to mention their cigars are freaking phenomenal. I love their, the Mad Mofo is a great cigar. Mike, you need to get a thesaurus and look up the word phenomenal and find a couple of alternatives, brother. There's a lot of, <laughs> of, a lot of phenomenal. This is what happens when we give Ken wine before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, bro. Dang, man. When you say coming phenomenal. at me, man. The whole show. Hey, and then we're 10 fan- minutes in. They're Mike. fantastic. My cup yeah. is no, empty, I, Robert Codwell is probably <laughs> Robert Codwell is probably one of my favorite guys in the industry, hands down. Like Mike said, he does a lot of stuff, doesn't look for credit, does stuff just because he feels like it. Um, 
And that's, you know, that's really what this industry is about, helping each other, building a better community, supporting the causes that you truly believe in. And, you know, and I know me and Scotty have had this conversation. If we were stuck on a desert island and had to pick one brand to only smoke, it would be Caldwell Caldwell because you get such a great selection over all of Caldwell's stuff, tasting notes, uh, all the burn quality is always good. And, you know, you're going to get a good laugh out of them too, you know. Exactly. Jake said phenomenal a couple of times there. Yeah, but see, Ken just expects me not to have a vocabulary. <laughs> I think Ken's just excited I, I can actually talk, other than cigar tastes good. <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably true. What else we got? What else we got? Okay, moving along. Um, another exciting line that we picked up. Um, which is not, again, I don't think is as well known in the industry as it should be. Karen Berger Cigars. Uh, Karen Berger is the widow of... Kiki Momo. Kiki Momo. No. No. No, Kiki no Momo. Don, Kiki. Don, Don Kiki. Kiki. Don Kiki. Not Kiki Momo. Be very... <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry. No. I do. It's Kiki. Don it's Kiki. Don, Don Kiki. Kiki. Don Kiki. Um, and but he she, has a cigar. And she Kiki actually Momo. has maintained those lines in yep. honor of him. Um, we have those in stock, and we also have all the K by Karen Burgers in stock. Uh, and we also have, uh, it's back order, but it's on the way. Maybe it'll be uh, here by the time this podcast comes out. The Tailgate, their newest edition, which sold out completely out of their entire initial order in two weeks. So they, they are scrambling <laughs> to fulfill the back orders and the back orders are larger than the initial order. So they are very excited about the tailgate is coming out. Um, she is also a, just a phenomenal person oh, in yeah. general using your vocabulary, <laughs> my vocabulary. <laughs> I want to say I she am the most a, excited about this particular line because yeah. my wife has been very interested that we carry female led cigars, even though, my wife is not a particular cigar smoker. Maybe she will uh, be more involved if she sees that we have a female head cigar brand. Yeah, but she's not only the head of the company; she's also the blender. She, right. she, she does master, all her own blends. She's a master, she's a master blender. blender. Yeah, she's got an amazing shop down in Florida. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she she really is one of those people that's doing it all in the industry. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, she's one of the few females for she sure. She should be recognized because yep. of all of, of the work that she has yep. done yeah. and poured into those cigars. And oh, I've, yeah. I've had every one of K, K by Burger cigars, and they are, every one of them is, could be a daily stick. You didn't say phenomenal. Phenomenal daily <laughs> stick. <laughs> Did you get an interview with uh, Karen? I didn't get a chance to. Son of interview. a gun. I did get it. I did. Get my picture with her because she is also a very beautiful woman as well. So, and I had to have something. Did you get your me. picture with her? No, no. Um, you know, your wife is probably uh, able to to watch this. <laughs> I, she knows that I have my my loves. They're not. That she's okay. a good looking lady. There's no doubt about that. Yes, she is. Honey, if you're watching, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> you got yourself in enough trouble. I'm in enough trouble with other pictures from What PCA. else have we got? Phenomenal. <laughs> Another phenomenal box. Another phenomenal cigar. 
this is a new release. It's not a new line for us, but is a new release. Um, limited that, edition. Limited edition that that we do currently have available in some sample packs only. Right. And the reason that we did that was um, we were late to order this. Um, we get that. Um, but we still got some in. And we didn't we didn't get a whole lot though. And what we wanted was our all of our customers and all of our friends and and fans to be able to experience this cigar because they're pretty much sold out by now. They're sold out everywhere. You can't find them. So if we would have just put our limited stock up on the website, it probably would have been gone within a day or two. And uh, one or two, maybe three people would have been able to get their hands on them. Right. So what we decided to do, Ken and I talked about it, and we strategized with Jake, and we came up with, let's just put one in a five-pack with some other Black Works um, studio cigars, and everybody can then enjoy this. Um, a lot more people will be able to enjoy these um, than just one or two or three people. But the Poison Dart um, by Black Works Studio, it's another phenomenal cigar. <laughs> I love the cigar. It's great. I love all the Black Work Studio stuff, Black Label Trading. The Ovea Negra family of cigars, Dissidents, I, they're just right up my Emilio. wheelhouse. Yeah, they're all they're, they're all, all fantastic. They're all good. And I will tell you from smoking my share and at least one other person's share of Poison Darts, they're well worth the time to light and smoke. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's based off of the Killer Bee. Yep. Yep. But it's a, it's a great cigar. Um, so I'm curious what, bo- what box Mike's going to show you next because he's saving two for the end and since he's in control. And I know he's saving two of his favorites that he picked up. Are you saying Mike is in charge of this? <laughs> well, he's the one with the boxes. Yeah, that's true. The boxes are beside me. This is another <laughs> phenomenal box. <laughs> I thought I steered this ship from behind the scenes. <laughs> Well, as long as you keep thinking that, we're in good shape. <laughs> There's no problem with that. So uh, the next cigar I want to talk about, again, is not a new line for us. Um, it's Big Sky. It's a new release from Big Sky Cigar Company. And it's the Blackfoot Cigar. And it's the last in the River series of cigars that they're going to release. So if you're familiar at all with Big Sky Cigar Company... They've named a lot of the cigars after the River Sears, yeah. right? So the you Madison. Have, you have the Yellowstone. The Yellowstone. The Madison. Madison. The, uh, oh, great. Cryptid. No, no, that's it's not, not the River, River Series. Line. That's right. Right. The Bighorn. Uh, the Big Bighorn. Big, Bighorn. Bighorn. And now the Blackfoot. And now the Blackfoot. Those so, are the four. And, and the reason is those are some very famous uh, trout fishing, fly fishing streams. I rivers like, i feel like this Montana. is sketchy information like you shouldn't really is this 100 percent true or some yes i'm yes. gonna google yes. this no this yes 100 percent true Back okay if you want what the river series or the names what are you questioning who calls a river bighorn that's a mountain that is a river it is okay. a river in montana in montana okay this and is what you, you get when you don't read this c- cigar descriptions from the manufacturers ladies and gentlemen okay well, a river runs through it. Those yeah. are a couple of... And all, a Blackfoot's featured in that. that it's the last, that is, the last river is featured. The, the last, last scene. Feature. Yeah. Yep. The last scene and a river runs through it. Which is you a great movie. movie. 
which is a fantastic. You've never no. seen a river runs through it. I am a heterosexual male. I have not seen the movie. We're not talking Brokeback Mountain. We're bro. not talking <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Let's just be clear: this ain't Brokeback Mountain. No. And I'm, yeah, I think you just offended somebody on the podcast. Uh, I'm sure uh, that won't be the last time. <laughs> Continue with your um... okay. So the Blackfoot, uh, great, great cigar. Um, a little stronger than the rest of the River Series. It is. It is it a is, little bit stronger. It is their boldest out of the, out of the River Series. It is, but it's a nice bold, and it's you know it it, uh, it hits hits my palate well, and I enjoy the stick. I've had several of them, and I'm gonna have several more. This is a really good cigar. I like the size. I like the Vitola that comes in. It's right in my wheelhouse. So that one was too strong for me personally. I, I liked it. I, I liked it. I, I could be in the mood for it, but it was powerful. It, it is. It's a good, strong stick. It's, yeah, it's uh, if you full, like strong it's sticks. Full, it's full body, full strength. Yep. Absolutely. Full flavor. Full, full flavor. flavor. Yeah, very, very flavorful. Definitely full flavor. And here we go. Mike is going to show you probably one of his favorite grabs from PCA right now. So I mentioned earlier that, this you know. This one's even more the, phenomenal than the other bottle. Uh, it's phenomenalist. <laughs> so, uh. I mentioned earlier that, that the Crook of the Crown has eked its way probably into the top three. So I'm going to go with my, my number one all-time daily smoke is, most of you know this if you follow me on Instagram, is the Big Sky Cigar Cryptid. And then, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that Viva La Vida flies right into number two. I love this brand. Everything about this brand. I love their artwork on their boxes, but I love their cigars just as much. And then Crook of the Crown is probably right there at number three. So uh, the fact that we were able to sit down and speak with uh, the owners uh, of the brand um, and and explain our situation because – you know, let's be honest. Our situation is not a typical cigar retail shop. Right, right? We're, private lounge. We're we're a private lounge, um, and we're we sell online to the public, but we're a private lounge, and we have our own podcast. Um, but we sat down and told them, you know, hey, we're a veteran-owned company, and we're a startup, and we we really initially wanted to do, and you guys know this story a little bit. Um, a brick and mortar lounge due to the economy, due to other things, other reasons, you know, the funding wasn't available to us at the time and we want to start this lounge. So we launched online and, you know, when we got, to, we were able to sit down with them and share our story. They loved our story. We loved their, their story and their cigars and it was a good fit. So we were able to pick up this line and it's actually one of the, one of the, marquee pickups of the of trip for us yep. because it's a great line it's a popular line if you've ever had a viva la vida we have a club 500 we have the el uh, pupos also in stock and uh they'll be on the website this week by the time you're seeing this though they'll have been on the website for a while we didn't think we were going to be able to put them on the website it's a big high five moment when we got this line yeah right it was yeah because they didn't want to deal you know, with it, with an exclusive private lounge only and a, where you're selling mostly online. Right. And, you know, so luckily, you know, we have the ability to have a private lounge, which, you know, we have members of and it's growing and, you know, 
so they were i'm really excited they were willing to play ball with us yeah and uh well, that goes for you know just about every one of these lines right here right because Actually, several of those lines right there do not do online right but they were willing to do and for private lounges for, for a private lounge and then allow online sales also and so credit where credit is credit. due jake was the uh key in orchestrating this this deal that we got i mean we probably would not have even pursued them if it weren't for for Jake's opening. It was a great introduction. Yes. It was just being nice to people. It was a great even if you're grumpy. <laughs> even, <laughs> even if you're grumpy. Even if you're grumpy, like the other three fuckers on this couch. <laughs> so okay, let's run down the list. What's everybody's highlight of PCA? Number one, number one highlight. Seeing Carl Malone. I didn't get to meet the man, but it was really cool. That Carl Malone has a line. We don't have it, but maybe in the future. It was very cool. There's a couple of celebrities there. There were some celebrities. I showed up late. I was there on Sunday and stayed till Tuesday. And so I missed uh, Guy Ferrari. I missed Guy. I didn't get to see Guy. He was gone already. But I would say overall, I don't think there was any one moment, but just meeting. Some of these people that I've followed on social media, some of these manufacturers, Steve Saka, yep. Sin Coburn, um, Karen Berger, some of these reps I've talked to on the phone for months ahead of time that I've never met before. Bruce um, with Karen, um, Levi. Levi with, yeah, with, with, uh, with Black, Black Works. Black and Works. And yeah. Negra. Yeah. And, and, uh, just getting to meet some of these these guys that I've talked to time and time and time again on the and phone, ladies, and ladies, yeah, yeah, Karen and yep. Sin, yep, both of them are very yep. active and very, yeah. Very so that that I would say that was the highlight is is meeting these people face to face and solidifying our business relationship with them um, that I'd either already built on the phone or were building there. Right. So that I would say is my highlight. Lee, Lee was stolen throne. It's the first time I met Lee. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd talked to Josh before, and yep. but it was the first opportunity to meet Lee. He's a great guy. Love Lee. Yep. Lee is just salt of the earth. And, and you know, again, can't, I, I, you, we can't talk about PCA and not talk about founders and what yeah. they did. What Angelo and those guys are doing what, there. What they're doing there and, and what they did for us. What they did for us. The new cigars they got rolling the out. The new cigars they got rolling out. Those Family by big. loyalty. Alan and Alan, Ernesto. Right. You know, I mean. Are we done name dropping yet? No. No. There's more names. There's more names. I'm sure there's more names. Scotty, what was your highlight? I think it was just getting to see the community together. And all of the various players in the community, and from photographers to media to owners, a lot of podcasters. Of the company, a lot of podcasters. I did a lot of lives uh, during that during the event, and uh, just how pretty much I would say ninety nine percent of the companies out there are just good regular people they enjoy what they're doing they're not overly loud or excessive or anything like that so what you're saying is that last one percent are just 
Sons of bitches. Well, there is one, and I will call, <laughs> and I will call this one out. Let's not talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I, think I don't should. know who you're talking. Uh, it's not uh, a cigar manufacturer. It is a company that makes a uh, hot, supposedly we, high-end lighters, and uh, we don't need to be making any enemies here. We're talking about highlights. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I don't know. I couldn't pick one instance. There's two of them that I thought were really cool. Uh, getting to hang out with Hooten and Young for a little while, you know, yeah. as a veteran. With what he's done in his story, that was uh, that was very special. That there's a very special spot. And the other thing I'm going to say is, uh, you know, I'm going to call it somebody that's not a cigar line, but they support our troops. And that was just getting to hang out with the guys from Cigars, Cigars for Warriors. For Warriors. Yeah. You know, yeah. just just knowing that they're there, that there's a, a you know, if you're ever at, P, at an event and Cigars for Warriors is there, and you're a veteran and you get overwhelmed. You know, they're going to, they have a spot for you. They actually set up a spot for you to get away from the chaos, to regroup, to calm down, to get away from it, to let the anxiety level drop. And they're there for you. They really are. And just to watch how they do stuff and how they take care of veterans at the event. And they don't get enough credit for it, right? I mean, they're there getting, they're, they're there to get these guys to give them cigars so they can send them to more of our guys overseas. And that's an astronomical task. You know, just the just the the logistics. the logistics of it are insane, and you know. But then for them to be there and be like, "Hey, is everything okay? Do you need a place to sit? Do you need to get away? You need a bottle of water? You know, do you just you know whatever." On top of it, they just go so far above and beyond. And those guys, I mean, the you know the guys that are there, they're not getting paid to be there. They're volunteering their time. They're volunteering time away from their families to offer that support, both at the show and beyond. And, you know, so just getting to hang out with them and have that and know it's there is really cool. And I think they're kind of almost like the unsung hero to the groups because of what they're offering. And they're not asking for anything in return. They're not saying, hey, come do this. Come donate to us. Come do anything else. They're just there. Yeah. And, and, and you know. Really salt of the earth people. And I really think they deserve a shout out. And they don't get enough credit for what they're actually doing on the ground at these shows and what they're offering on the ground at these shows compared to everybody else. Yeah. You they, know, they did a phenomenal job. Honestly. Phenomenalist. Right. It is an industry though. And so those are the, those, those are the exception to the rule. Everybody else is trying to make some, some dollars and that's what it's all about. I mean, you're in an industry. Right. Because this show's not open to the public. Right. You know. This show is not open to the public. This PCA is about manufacturers being able to uh, meet other distributors and retailers, retailers, uh, cigar retailers and cigar industry to make money to sell cigars you know, to the retailers. And I noticed that you forgot to bring out one box. What? You know, the other thing that got picked up there here in Virginia yeah. is Forte Libre. Damn it. And, you know, Greg, again, amazing guy. A phenomenal. Phenomenal guy. guy. Doing great work. Shut up, Ken. Producing amazing cigars. Every one of his cigars is, is, is high quality. I had, a midnight and, I had a midnight bender as we were setting up for the show. Yeah, and, you know, again, there's somebody else. But the thing about the cigar community, and I think we all got to witness the PCA, is that everybody's there to sell cigars, but they're not pressuring you. You're, no. you're walking around, you're talking to people. If they know you like them, 
they move you, hey, you might like these guys, and they introduce you to the next guy. You know, you also picked up one more brand, too, that you forgot to bring out. You Ken, missed two. Ken forgot to bring out the next one. Ken forgot to bring out the next one. Ken, I'm I don't not see a take G- the heat for all of this shit. I don't see a GTO, GTO box out There's here. no GTO boxes out From here, Ken. Fuente Libre. We got a number. I mean, we, we picked up eight. Eight lines, and we haven't gone through them, right? You know, and GTO... Those are the only two we need. GTO is another veteran-owned line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they make great gr- cigars, and I'm not a super strong cigar guy. And but the, the painkiller is phenomenal. Their, their painkiller... <laughs> it's an awesome cigar. It's an amazing stick. That word is going to get banned from this show. We're not <laughs> going to be able to describe anything as phenomenal. If so we're going to have a list phenomenal. of words that we're not allowed to say after the show. That, <laughs> so and can just have a sign up here that says, don't say these words. But, you know. <laughs> phenomenal will be right But the thing is, with the show, though, is if you walk around and you're genuine and you're talking to people, you're going to learn a whole lot. And with the cigar industry, you know, there's, there's people there, and I got to witness it, and I'm not going to call anybody out. But they walk up and they go, hey, what can you give me to help promote you? And you see these guys run them off. And, and if you ever get the experience to go to PCA, the one thing I can tell you is you're not there for you. You're there for – you're there, especially if you're not a manufacturer, you're not a retail shop, and you get – I'm going to just say it this way. You get blessed to go in with somebody else. It's not about that. Go in there and, and hang out with the industry and just watch the industry. You're going to smoke the coolest cigars. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, they're going to offer them to you. But don't be that, that influencer – that's saying, hey, I can do this, and I'll post pictures if you give it to me. I saw, I personally saw one, I only saw one cigar weasel there mm-hmm. who had this huge bag, had a freaking shopping bag. And he's just going through to the different vendors and just, like, scooping up as much as he can. And these aren't, the handouts are one at a time, but this dude's, He's taking some and he's just shoving oh, well, it in the bag not, without even asking. Let's not make any enemies over here now. He didn't say who it was, <laughs> but I uh, I don't know what retailer what? this guy was a part of, but he he was definitely getting yeah. his, his years worth of cigars at the at the show. But that's I, the thing: if you go the there, one thing I did I did notice that I I didn't say is is how much the industry supports one another. It is the only hospitality service that I know of. Alcohol, uh, cigarettes, uh, whatever, you name it, where people actually, as Jake said, will send you over to, hey, have you tried this guy's cigar? These things are phenomenal. And And all of them did that. And I threw that in there just for for you. But okay, and, okay, and, okay. and they just won't tell you about it though. They'll actually they take the time, you. Take, you over. take you over there, and introduce you to the person that owns the company. Right. They actually go out of their way to help you. You know, and so I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I want to defend Phenomenal for just a second. I smoked a lot of cigars at PCA. I think you can't go there and visit booths. And not smoke a minimum of eight to ten cigars a day at PCA. If you're walking around, seeing I smoked some pretty crappy cigars. Now, no names mentioned. Right. I'm not going to call anybody out because everybody's palate is different. You, what I think is crappy, you might think is phenomenal. Right. But I will say that even though we use that word a lot today, you use that word. We. We. The three of us use that word. <laughs> um use that word a lot today i would also defend that by saying 
every stick in our humidor is probably pretty close to a, a phenomenal, if not a phenomenal stick, because that's what we want to carry. We don't, we don't, we really don't have any duds. We don't have any duds in that, yeah. that humidor. Yeah. No, so, all... you know, you know, and again, my palate is different than his palate is different than his palate is different than his palate and different than your palate. You've got to make determination on your own. I'm just sharing with you my experience with these cigars. We wouldn't carry these cigars if we didn't enjoy them. If we didn't think they were good construction, if we had uh, bad draw issues, if we had cigars blowing up in our hands, or if we had bad tasting uh, experiences with any of these cigars, we wouldn't carry them, guys. That's not who we are. We're not going to carry a line just because somebody else is selling a butt no. ton of them. And I mean, especially, and I'll, I'll defend Mike with this too. Every cigar in there, we've all smoked. At least a majority of that line and had conversations about it. Are they worth bringing in? Yeah. And so when you're picking up a cigar from Toro, understand you've got years of experience in, the, in cigar smoking going, hey, is this something that we want to share with more people? Right. And, and that way they don't come to the site. And curating go, is the word you're looking huh? for. Huh? Curating. Curating. You're curating our And it's not inventory. just like some rep calls up and says, hey, I want you to carry the cigars. Uh, that doesn't cut it here. And, and listen, I can tell you, it, it's no less than two or three times a week, I get people sliding into my DMs. Hey, can I send you some cigars? Sure. You know, these are boutique brands uh, that want to get known. They want to they get out there. They want to sell their sticks. They're sometimes reps and sometimes owners of boutique brands. And I'll always say, yes, please feel free. Send us some cigars. And I will sit down with these, these three guys and we will sit down and share them and smoke them. If we like them, we'll look at the brand. But that just because we like it doesn't mean we're necessarily going to bring it in either. There's a lot of decision making that goes into what brands we, we pull in. Not just whether or not we like it, um, period. It's got to be marketable. We have to think that our target market of cigar smokers would enjoy them and is at least aware of the brand so because, you know, we're a small brand, too. We can't afford to market for every company that we bring on. No. This is turning into an infomercial. It's okay. <laughs> it's our podcast. Okay. But I think it's important, though, for people to understand how you guys yeah, pick the brand. It's not You're not just saying, hey, you gave me a phone call. Give me 10 bundles we'll, right. or give me 10 boxes or give me 10 or whatever, and we're going to move them. It's that there's work that goes into that so right. that you guys know. And, I mean, as a, as a cigar buyer, I think it's important to know because how many shops take the time? How many people take the time to actually do that? And I'm not, you know, I mean, obviously, if you walk into a humidor with 2,000 facings, that's not going on. But if we're saying, hey, these are boutique brands and these guys are doing it right, there's a lot of work that went into deciding, did they do it right? Is this something that you guys are going to back as a company right. as, a, as a good quality stick? And again, like Mike said, not every cigar hits everybody's tasting note. But that doesn't mean it's a bad cigar. You know, like me and Scotty talk about this all the time. I look at a cigar more, how does it burn? What's the construction? You know, was it, was it a good smoking experience? Even if I don't like the taste of it, I'm not going to tell you it's a bad cigar. Just because it didn't hit my flavor palette. And that's the benefit of having four individuals that smoke a lot of cigars right. looking at these because by doing that we get that input but if we can smoke a, a, a couple rounds of cigars from a brand 
and they have good construction, good burn, good quality control. We get a lot of insight. Right. And That's true. we get in the re relationships with the companies and how they're run. Right. Also, you know, I mean, I'll say this, like, like today I smoked the La Madonna and it's a very strong cigar. It's a great cigar. But when you're walking into a limited run like La Madonna, you know what you're getting with the company. You know you're going to get a good stick. You know you're going to get a good burn. You know, it's a strong cigar. I was actually trying to convince Ken to smoke today just so you guys could watch Ken go green. <laughs> just on film, so I thought it would be hilarious. Um, you know, but nonetheless, I couldn't talk him into it, so I had to smoke it. Twist, <laughs> twist my arm. I'll smoke a great cigar. But, you know, that's the thing is it's, you know, and that's the benefit of PCA, right? You get to try the stuff. You get to talk to other people. You get to talk to other people smoking the cigar, be it a shop owner Another manufacturer, another person there that's doing a podcast that's there for media. And you get to hear about all those things on what they think of that cigar and that brand. And you get that education and that information. And that's really what PCA is about, right? It's about the community. It's about the education. And it's definitely about the cigars. Agreed. You say community, but it is also industry. It is. But the industry, industry, industry is a community. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is a very different style industry. Yeah, industry. right. I mean, because like you know, you guys because know this. You you know that if you went to, like I said, that any other hospitality, industry, any other trade show, period, any trade show, true. It's almost you know dog eat dog, where it is not. I don't see that as right. much with. It's, the I think it's because it's so small. I mean, when you stop and think about it, it's really a, a smaller community. The number of manufacturers. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows what everybody's doing. Everybody wants to know what everybody's doing. And the bottom line is, there's enough to go around for everybody. That's exactly right. And there's, there is a cigar that will hit everybody's palate. Yes. Sounds like we're wrapping this up. And I think yeah. we're at the end. I think we're at the end. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a little different than our normal episodes no it was exactly like we normally do a <laughs> little more little more a little more shit talking a lot more fun and uh yes. it, you know we are what we are we are what we are yeah. we hope you enjoyed it anyway regardless of of uh you know how we act or behave We're we hope phenomenal. you we hope you learned something on our phenomenal podcast we hope you come back hope you have a phenomenal week and we'll see you next time guys phenomenally